This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer broken at Billy Bones. A Paolo DiCaglio. West Ham Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast! My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, George. It is Season 7, Episode 24. It is. Uh, And I'm here with Nigel. Where are you, Nigel? I'm in my shed. Global TV star tomorrow. More of that later, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Don't shut up about it. And John returns this week. Hello, John. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. Where were you last week? I had to do something to do with my work, unfortunately. Can you tell us? Well, I had to go and see some people at seven o'clock, which meant I wouldn't be here in time to do this. What is it you do? Are you like a spy or a, I don't know, a sumo wrestler? Well, what What I'm is a, your profession? A, a sumo wrestler. Sumo wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to stop looking in the mirror, Sean? Yeah, I'll leave that for you, mate. I'm a high-end company oh. director, Sean, as you well know. Hey, good. Uh, we're here to talk about West Ham. Oh, yeah. Uh, we all went on Saturday. We did. It was cold, wasn't it? Bloody freezing. <laughs> it doesn't help when you go dressed for the summer, though, does it, Sean? Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I didn't look at the weather forecast. It was raining. I took a summer jacket and no gloves, no scarf, and no hat. And I was brass monkeys on the terraces. And you were complaining on your walk in saying, look, if this was like at the old place, we'd have like somewhere I can buy some gear on the way in here, couldn't I? I could buy a scarf. I did say that. Yeah. I could say I could buy a cheap hooky scarf or something. I, it, it rained on us on the way in, on our way to the, well, we didn't even get to get to the supporters club. Um, and we were just 
Oh, well, I was soaking wet, and then you couldn't dry off, and it was just... It's not, oh, it's not a weather podcast, though. It, it, it was raining podcast. inside the ground as we got in, wasn't it, as well? We it should was, start yeah. a weather podcast. Why don't we start a weather podcast and just talk about the weather every day? But let me... That's a good point, because the East End usually get the rained on, but the wind was in the opposite direction. We were being rained on in row 19. We were getting rain. Right. What's that all about? And have you heard about Umbrella Gate? Someone had the West Ham umbrella taken away by the security. You never got it back. No. There's a big, big poster up there. Give us our umbrella back. It's uh, It could go mainstream. Well, we, wow. as soon as you walked in through the turnstiles, it was still raining as you walked in, wasn't it? Poor. Yeah, I know. Nigel, you got anything to say about the weather? It was colder on Tuesday night, but you lot wouldn't know, would you? Oh. <laughs> oh. But yeah. the last thing hey. I'll say is... <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't go. You didn't um, go. Some but of we did. You sorry, boys. You're not made of like you know us. Mate, we're made of sterner stuff. Yeah. John did bump into his mate Ian Pierce, who was wearing a nice parka. So on the back of that, I've bought a football parka now for for these wintry days. Scott, Scott Parker. No, did I say Pierce Parker? What's, Ian what's Pierce a football Parker. <laughs> what? What's a football parker? You he doesn't all... get it, does he? He does not get I, it. I, I got it now, Scott Parker. I got you. It's oh, a, uh, a football parker is a it's a normal parker, but you wear it to football. Well, you do the zip all the way up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a should fashion. We talk, should we talk about the game or should we just carry yeah, on? Yeah, why not? I, I don't know what's more interesting, really. Is that... what, well, before what do we, we think? Start, what do we think? What do you think, Sean? No, what do you think? Well, tell us well what you think. I thought, I, I said this on the way back in my frozen state. I said, I thought we played really well for the first half an hour. I actually said first half, but then you pointed out, you actually sent me down to the bar at 35, well, <laughs> for a wee and go to the bar. So I missed the last 10 minutes. So for the we first, sent you. You sent me. You did. You went, you never come to football anymore on a Saturday, so you can go and go to the bar. And I went, hang on, I went last time. I don't remember that uh, one. Remember but that. Um, you're oh. right. It uh, For the first 35 minutes I watched, I thought we had the upper hand and we were unlucky not to take the lead in those first 30 minutes. Um, so you say they came back in the last 10 minutes of the half. And of course, second half, they came back into it. They scored a really good goal, uh, of which we responded with a really long, long ball, which Sam Allardyce would have been proud of which hit Marco Anatovic. He fluffed it, ended up in front of Hernandez. Goal, 1-1, job done, respect the point, go home in the freezing cold. Yeah, well, I agree. I think we, for the for the beginning of the match, for the first sort of 20 minutes, we were all looking at each other going, what's this all about? Because we were knocking it about, lots of movement, little triangles. It was Barcelona-esque, wasn't it? It was. Tiki tacker uh, But yeah. Then normal service resumed. <laughs> uh, John, have you got anything, anything particularly you want to point out? Yeah, I agree. First 20 minutes were really good, really good. A lot of triangles, but yeah, a lot of passing movement. Um, I think our, sort of we, our downturn started when Arnautovic started um, walking about holding his hamstring and uh, looking like we all thought he was going to end up getting subbed, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of that point, it sort of slowed up a bit and then they got a foot in it. I don't agree with the first 35 minutes, half hour. I think mm-hmm. we had 20 minutes of it and then 
I think overall they had more of it and overall they probably deserved it more than we did. But I accept the point. I was disappointed. I went in there full of optimism, really, because uh, I don't know why, though, because when you, you, yeah. when you speak to Nigel, he was true. We never win two on a trot. So yeah, I, I just really felt... I really What I really wanted was the win because three more points on Saturday would have, I think, got us looking upwards as opposed to keep looking We would have gone ninth, John. We yeah. would have gone ninth. We stayed so, 11th because every result below us went the right way. So everyone lost or drew below us. So we ended up 11th. Yeah, so. that, that win, if we'd have won on Saturday, I'd say it would have Ninth. got us looking upwards as opposed to down for the rest of the season. But, you know, I think at the end of it, all, we'd, we'd take the point and move on and hope for a win next game. Nigel? Well, after Sean's description, I think you should take up journalism. That was fantastic, Sean. Have you ever thought about a journalistic career? <laughs> <laughs> I have actually, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, uh, I, I won't be a global uh, megastar TV star though, because I, I leave that for you. Yeah, you do that. Um, and your shed. I thought, it was, yeah, I thought it was an even game. To be fair, we had the early bits. They had the bits in the middle. I thought Adrian could have done. I tell you, if Joe Hart had been in goal and he'd sort of half come and half checked, he would have been slaughtered doing that but you know hey ho that's that's the life of a goalkeeper isn't it, it, it yeah just, you make mistakes I could see punished. it was almost like we were there for a mugging because we were so good yet we just lacked something up front I don't know if I'm not going to say it's gone on out of his, his head the, the um, recognition he's now getting and he's become the fans favourite but it, do you think we need a striker yeah, I, I like Arnautovic out front because it saves him having to track back because I think it weakens us when he's out wide and, and they can get behind him and get at the defender behind him. So it's good to have him roaming free. Now, he could actually play the Lanzini role, give him the freedom behind the striker if we've got a good enough striker to have up front. But at the moment, we ain't, have we? So well, what's wrong? What, is, what is so wrong with Hernandez? I mean, is he that bad? You know, he's if if he if you do put on out of it taking over the Lanzini role, then he will he'd play it differently because he hasn't really got the pace, has he? So is Hernandez the right player to be our bloke who's running around and getting in the ball on the box and finishing? Would he be the answer for that? Because it looks well, like he's out, doesn't it? Yeah, there's only one way to find out, and that's to play it. That's what I would do. I I would put. On out of it and put Hernandez up front and see if we can get the balls in the box for Hernandez to snap up. I mean, if you look at that, it was good that it was a direct ball that was flicked on, but on out of it, had a swing at it. I think it got blocked, didn't it? Yeah. And quick as lightning, Hernandez. And that's, that's his quality. He is quick as lightning in that two yard dash to the ball when it's bouncing about the penalty box. And that's that's what we need to play to his strengths in that way. And he could turn out to be the signing or the player that everybody thought he was when we signed him. Yeah, well, you know, he got probably only one opportunity on Saturday and finished it. Yeah. I think yeah. he's got it. He needs to play more. Yeah. And Anatovic got his another assist. But unfortunately, with Lanzini going off injured, 
the best partnership in the Premier League is no more. Yeah, the most. Oh, dear. Uh, well, I think, you know, we're still unbeaten in the league this year, calendar year. Or in any, any competition. Still aren't. unbeaten in the cup as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what was the stats, George? Uh, stats, the Cherries had 52% possession, which means we had 48. We had 12 shots, four on target. The Seasiders, now you're calling them, had eight shots, three on target. And I've only called them that because that's what John called them. He said, and said, oh yeah, they call themselves the Seasiders. No, I, I said, isn't that Blackpool? He went, he went, oh, then maybe that was George and said, well, only one from They were singing the this. They, they were singing Seasiders. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. I was too George busy running tweeting. up and down. Oh, no, I wasn't tweeting. I couldn't get my hands out. I was running up and down on my... Uh, in front of my seat and wrapping my hands because there's loads of empty seats around isn't there so there was wasn't there yeah what chant can you have for cherries (laughs) I mean you can't make a chant come on you cherries yeah isn't isn't there so listener think how many songs with the word cherries in are there I don't know oh cherry baby that's sherry I was going to say that one I know but you that's what you're doing. Oh, it's getting pedantic now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Sean, can you introduce the next part, please? Uh, I can't know. Let's see what the gift you see. David, a point in the end. What did you make of that? Uh, mixed emotions. I think uh, with 15 minutes to go, I might have said, yeah, I'll take it. But I think prior to that, we had some good play, especially in the first half. I thought we played some really good football. And we probably missed some big chances today. But having said that, having gone behind to react the way he did straight away, 65 seconds later, you must be delighted with that. Well, thrilled because, you know, normally when you lose the first goal in the Premier League, it's very difficult to get back. And uh, as I said a few times in, in recent interviews, I think the teams at this end, are, there's not much between them. And on any given day, one could beat the other or could be draws or how the results could change. So today was tight. It was a tight game against them a few weeks ago as well. And, and today proved the same. Does that show a little bit about the resilience we've seen in this, this run under you? Well, I said to the players, it's good. No, as long as we keep picking up points and getting results, then we'll we'll keep moving in the right direction, and that's what we want to do. As I said, I thought we I thought we probably played some of our best football since I've been here at periods in the first half. I think just today we missed that sort of clinical cutting edge to probably show uh, show how good our football had been. I think there was some terrific play, so that's good. If we're making progress in that, well, that's another another good thing, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll move on to the next one and play better again. Javier Hernandez came off the bench. He does what he does, doesn't he? Inside the box like that. Well, it's a sort of service, and you couldn't call it service, really. It was a sort of reaction, reaction and he's about. But we know that that's what he does. And there's some centre forwards who'll tell you, you know, they, they make a great living out of being sort of fox in the box and scoring at the, you know, in, in every opportunity they get. Chicharito needs those sort of opportunities. We need to get them more of the ball in the box. Uh, that one, I think we put a great one in just after it. Sam Byron across the face of the goal, which you're hoping maybe maybe somebody's in to put it in, but we needed Chicharito today. We've said many, many times, you know, we, all the boys here will play a part and, and Chicharito helped us today. And in the cold light of day, it's kept the momentum going, has it? At this point, just kept that run moving? I think so. I think we, say I keep using the word progress, I think we're making a bit of progress. I think we're nudging along. The most important thing is come the end of the season not to be in the bottom three. That's the key. Uh, but in the same breath, I've still got my eyes slightly looking up to see if we can try and make the top ten as well. So, the first thing is to make sure the the back door's shut and that's no chance of that. And a point today wasn't the worst result. 
Just finally, when you look at your bench, you were down to the bare bones mm. today. You've lost Lanzini and Cresswell. What's yeah. the news there? Well, both of them, Man, Manu's got a bit of a hamstring. Crezzy was just complete cramp, which uh, uh, that, that should be okay. It was Manu who's the problem. And we were, we're really short on the bench at the moment. We're short. We've got a lot of injuries and we're, we're sort of, the boys are doing a great job. And some of them had to play 120 minutes in midweek as well in the cup. So great credit to them. So any light at the end of the tunnel about a body or two coming in? Uh, I don't know if there's any light, but obviously we, we could do with a body or two coming in. So we'll, we'll try and do that. And, you know, we'll, we're working on it and we're trying to get the right players and people who we think can help us. So uh, hopefully we might have, we might get something later on the window. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. What do you think of that, John? <laughs> uh, I think it was very good. Yeah, I, I agree pretty much with near enough all he said. I think he's, he's doing very well. And, uh, he, he cracked you up at the end there, didn't he? He does. He's post-match. He's, he's very uh, positive. It looks like he's enjoying himself in the role. Good. Uh, it's time for a transfer update. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, senior sources just before... Um, I got an update from two senior sources. You can't help yourself, uh, just you, can you? <laughs> Straight into it. Wait, so... Go on. Hey. So, here we go. Uh, first bit of news, and, and some of this is exclusive, not been broken yet. Let's start with Lanzini. Lanzini's uh, tear doesn't look too bad. They reckon three or four weeks he will be out with his uh, hamstring. I know the um, uh, Telegraph said four weeks last night, but they were guessing because the results only came in this evening, so uh, they got lucky. Um, Andy Carroll, not out for the rest of the season. They don't know yet. They're getting a second opinion. They don't know if he's going to have an operation yet. They want to take their time just to put... Who knows? They don't know. And they said there's no way people can speculate into the season when they need a second opinion. They need some more uh, specialists to see his hairline fracture before they decide. It might be as the operation in the summer and they can patch him up and bring him back. Yeah, but then Here's we can't exciting. sell him. Hold up. Get the operation done then we can sell him. <laughs> well, that's up to... Right, next bit of exciting news. This is an exclusive. Adrian is going to be offered a three-year deal this summer to stay at West Ham with an option for another two years, a big reward for his form uh, this season. Are you, are you happy about that? I think so. Yeah, why not? Yeah, five-year deal. Is, I don't know how old he is. Is he thirty? So yeah. that'll take him up to. Yeah, so that'll take him up to thirty-six. You can get away with being a bit older as a goalkeeper, can't you? He can. You can on paper, yeah. Yeah. but. He did say in an interview recently that he'd like to end his career at West Ham, didn't he? Yeah, I read well, that's that. That's good. There you go. He's going to get a three-year deal with a two-year option. Next one, James Collins. Hot on the press. Now, you off. might not like this. Off the press. You might not like this. James Collins is going to be offered a six-month extension. He doesn't know this yet. A six-month extension or a 12-month extension on reduced money. Mm. But that's the best that's going to be on offer. But they will not stand in his way if he gets a better offer and he wants to leave, they're understanding. Would they not consider any kind of coaching role for him? Is he not that I don't type know. of I'm just a messenger, John. I only can tell you what I've been told. Okay. He doesn't know. Okay. I don't know. You know. Six what? months. Six months extension That's or 12 poor. months on reducement. That's pretty Why'd you poor. say that? What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> why would they get, for a start, who gives a player six months contract? That only takes him up to January next year, isn't it? Yeah. For a start, all right, they give him a year on reduced wages. But what does that say? We don't really want you. 
That's yeah, what it does. says to yeah, me. Absolutely. But, but, we don't really but, want you. But, but hang on. He's, he don't let this club down. He hasn't not, done, has he? I understand. You shouldn't keep it's... players just because they're fans' favourite. But we can yeah. all see what he brings to the atmosphere of the club. And for that reason, he deserves a bit more respect, even if they say 12 months on the same money. You know, come on. All right, I'm just a messenger. I don't make up. Well, pass the... this message on. Sort it yeah. fucking out, Sullivan. <laughs> I don't know who you mean. Yeah, I, you I don't know. Now you're a messenger. Yes, it is a messenger. <laughs> do, you, do, you not, do you not ever, when they say stuff to you, do you not say, oh, that's a bit off? Who? You. Who? The senior sources? Yeah. Do you not say that's a bit off, innit? Do you not? Can you not see uh, that that's just not very good? Sometimes, sometimes views are given back. Sometimes, yeah. Don't anyway, the hand that moving you, right? on. Uh, AU talk from the Telegraph yesterday that West Ham turned down a fourteen million bid. Complete and utter baloney. Uh, all this talk from Swansea that they want him back. Well, it might be true. All I can tell you, there's no inquiry, no bid for West Ham. They haven't turned anything down because they haven't had a bid for Andre Ayew. Uh, same goes with Sacco. Despite the, uh, the um, Sky saying today that a second bid for um, uh, Sacco was um, turned down uh, of 10 million. No, no bids, no inquiries for Sacco. Not from Renz, <laughs> not from... Not from uh, Bordeaux, not from Crystal Palace, not from Belaticas, whatever they're called. That's it. That's exactly it. Belaticas. And the same with Hernandez. You know, there's no... Well, let's be be really clear. No bids have come in for any West Ham players, including the silly one from Sky yesterday, suggesting Chelsea were now interested in Marco Arnautovic. That was today. Which they put on their transfer. Yeah, not true. And the same with Andy Carroll. The Andy Carroll rumour of Chelsea was made up. I was told by a senior um, uh, agent that there was a feint of interest in a loan by Chelsea, but it never got beyond his agent. It never got between the two clubs talking. And it certainly wasn't a £35 million permanent deal that some of the papers got carried away and then moved it down to 25 and then 20 It is silly season. There are no... And just to be clear, there are no bids in for any West Ham player. The only player that came in with a, a slight bid beforehand, which was turned down, was um, Reese Oxford, who, by the way, is going back to Germany uh, now as well. Uh, and as um, Reese Burke almost definitely go back to, to Bolton as well. So nothing's happening. Certainly outbound, you know, despite if you read the papers, all our players are leaving. But the reality is no bids have been made. Just sums um, incoming. up how good our players are, then, isn't it? Nobody in- wants them. Incoming, there is no definite. There is nothing that is about. There's no deal. Although, obviously, you know Moyes is out scouting, and, and Ma- Moyes is out. He went to Chelsea. Uh, he went and he he talked after that. He, he's abroad at the moment, and he's going to see as many games he, as he can. But he's just <laughs> he hasn't signed off on a, on a single player yet. Is my there, you know. You know, if you read the papers today, John Joel Selvey is coming tomorrow and all signed. And I think you said, uh, someone said earlier, he's looking for houses here, etc. No. M- maybe there's been talk between agents, but there's no deal set up. David Moyes has not signed off on any players as yet inbound. And until he does, no one can come in. So there you go. Well, we need someone. 
there's there's your transfer update. Um, so there you go. Probably not what you want to hear, but but doesn't that's, surprise that's me at all. Does not surprise me at all. When you got your when you got your bench who's sitting there with Cullen, Reese, Burke, and Oxford, and all that on Saturday, doesn't surprise me. That's a, what is a real sad indictment of the state of our own eight years to be where we are now with a with a bench like that. So it, I, mm. I think I think we will get some loans. I'm sure there will be some last minute bargain loans that come in after deals are done. But whether there will be any. Unknown decisions. Yeah, but I don't want to well, defend the owners. But ooh, ooh. at the end of the day, if they're giving Moyes the say-so, a big yep. if, then, and Moyes is not signing off on them, then they're doing the right thing, surely. I mean, my, you know my thing. I said it last week. I don't think we should spend money unless we sell a player just to replace them because I think we're only going to buy shit in the in, Again, yeah, which I disagreed with, didn't I? I said to you on Yeah, you did. I, I mean, I think if you've got a clear and obvious weakness, then you plan for January, you line it up and you get it ready for January, then you do that deal and you pay the money that's needed to get that person that you identify. Doesn't mean then you're just going to get shit or panic by, does it? You yeah, but they haven't done that. Have no, they haven't, but that's exactly the issue. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. That's if, exactly if, the issue. Target the right player. Yeah, if you know you've got a yeah. real lacking central midfielder, identify a midfielder replacement, knowing that this is September now, but in January we can do it and get it get it ready. But they don't seem to have that about them. No planning seems to go into anything. It just seems a little bit, always seems to be wait and see what can come our way. You know, you were saying about nobody wants to buy our players. Well, that's because we've got average players on the what was it, the ninth highest wage bill in Europe or something. They're all on yep. big money. So they've paid ridiculous fees and paid ridiculous wages to average players. And that just shows they just haven't got a clue, have they? Really haven't. Do you agree, Sean? Do you agree with me there? I, I agree with the, uh, we've got average players and no one wants them. And I agree we've got wages. a really high wage bill. Yeah, I do agree with that. There you go. That's twice this year we've agreed, John. Hey. Before we move on, before we move on, something else I'm sure you'll agree with is a written response by Karen Brady uh, to the to the Moore Stevens London Mayor report into the London Stadium, <laughs> and and I'm sure Nigel will agree with this. I, I did mischievously um, print it, which I'm sure won't uh, make Karen very happy with me, but um, she says. It's, a, it's a many thousands of words. I'm going to just read a few out. Our ground was too small to accommodate a large proportion of our local fan base at the price they could afford. It was becoming increasingly difficult to access and was impossible to redevelop. Then later, she says, oh, can our, can I, hang on, hang on, come in at the end. Our fans are the heart of everything we do, and therefore we saw, saw an opportunity. We are only the custodians of the club on their behalf. Most football clubs do not make money. Every penny we make is reinvested in our squad to keep us competitive, competitive in the most competitive league in the world. Nigel. Bullshit. <laughs> do you know what? It's had a big... <laughs> It, it, there's a full 11 page on Clarence Hugh, I put it there. It's had, uh, it was a, it's a freedom of information from your mate, Paul Turner, who's on the um, WISA committee. Yeah. Um, who's now the vice chair, is he not? He is indeed. 
Yeah. It's amazing, so, isn't it? Promotion, isn't it? I leave. Yeah. It all goes to pot. Dear, oh dear. What yeah. happened when I left? Did, uh, yeah. So when you've, when you've got half an hour, read the full text with Karen Brady's response to it, because I think, I think it will... Just make I your blood boil. Really why, would, why would yeah, you? It will. Why would you want to? We all know that she's in our bag. We want her out of the club. So why? Oh, don't say. Why that. would you want to then listen to more of her lies and spout shit? She's just full of it. She is the embodiment of what is completely wrong with our club, and the best thing that can happen is for her to go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, um, her book's really good though. Uh, Strong <laughs> Women. I suggest you read it. It's available yeah, on Amazon. To, yeah. <laughs> I can give it to anyway. you, Sean. You can get it signed for me. Talk, talk, yeah, talking about that, before we move on to the next one with Nigel, how you had an encounter, and down to you, we met an ex-hammer. Do you want to? Do you want to say what happened in the concourse before the game, Johnny? I just yeah, go on, go oh, on, John. Yeah. Well, go on, John. We walked past the guy. I said that looks like Ian Pierce, and Joel said I think that's Ian Pierce. So we were looking up to see if it was the right age and what he looked like, and I just thought I'd go and ask him. So I went up and said. What did you say? Did you say, are you Ian Pierce? So, was it like that? I just went up to him and you Mr. Pierce? And he yeah. Uh, nice to meet you. I shook his hand and we chatted about, he's a West Ham fan and what he thought of the ground and whatever. What, what else did he tell us? What, why he was there as he well? He was there. He said he was there working for another club. Working for another club, yeah. Which was... Which we think is Brighton. Brighton. Yeah. So basically, without getting him in trouble... He goes to say he's scouting for Brighton, but goes to watch West Ham all the time. Isn't that what he, the, the gist of it? No. Well, he said he, he said he's a West Ham fan, fan but so he gets it, to as many games yeah, as he can. He uses the, the West Ham link to see his move, but if he's been asked to look at certain players, they're West Ham players, he's there, isn't he? Hmm. So who was he scouting for Brighton? Sacco. I wonder. <laughs> well, I'd imagine the whole team since we're playing them soon. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, see. Oh, yeah. good point. Professional, all over where, it. Where, where was he? Ian Pierce wasn't a local lad, was he? He's a Oxted lad. He was a Chelsea lad before West Ham, wasn't he? Sorry, boy, isn't he? Uh, a Turner. 
He is a Surrey boy, but he, he played for Chelsea, didn't he? <laughs> oh, didn't, I said that right. Didn't he, didn't he win the league? He won the Premier League he with uh, Blackburn before he joined he us. Did. Yeah, he yeah. did, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good copy of me, Sean. That's what I said there. And you were like, did he? Yeah, and he also uh, Sean, went on to... just keep repeating all the stuff we discussed in the concourse. Yeah, and he, he ended up playing <laughs> for Kingstonians. It did he now? And then and then Sean said, "Oh, I'm hungry. I might go and get some food." And then and then I went to the toilet. <laughs> and started. And we went down. We offered Sean another drink. Anyway, and anyway. And then, and then and then we went out afterwards and had a beer afterwards. All right, all right, all right. We move on. Oh, sorry. Um, Didn't you meet Aaron Creswell after? Yeah, we, oh, did. we did. Bumped yeah. into him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to look twice at the picture before I realised. You fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> He does look like Aaron Cresswell, though. He does, doesn't he? He, does he, does. Like he did in that picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Nigel, before we talk about your global TV appearance, uh, you handed me a copy of your latest contribution to the fanzine. Tell us about your, your fanzine and uh, what it's called and how you got around it, even if they can't spell your name right. I, I tweeted it yeah, out. And uh, did you see who uh, who commented on it today? It did get pointed out to me, yeah. It did. Yeah. So go on, tell us well, about it. One, like it. It's not my fanzine, yeah. I just right. submitted something to it. Um, it's done by Joe. Who's behind it, though? Joe Fordham is the man behind it. It's called No Place Like Home. He sells it in... Uh, the supporters club. I think he goes in that fish place down the road. I don't know what it's called, Fulton and Masons or whatever it is. But the posh place where Ian Dale goes, and in and around like the Hackney Wick area. Joe, you know, Joe looks like a bit of a trendy, whatever they call them around there. Um, Yuppie? No, it's not yuppies, is it? Hipster. Hipster. That's it. Hipster. That's Trendy. Trendy. He looks like a hipster, but he does got the big old beard. But he, he did a good book, which I think was called No Place Like Home. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it now. So it was called No Place Like Home. But now he does this fanzine, a bit the same as the OLAS. A few of the old OLAS writers are in now, and I've been getting it. It's, we had episode or issue six, so... So I thought I'd just I'd speak to spoke speak to Joe generally every game. He said he'd like you know. How'd you know him? I just I just I don't know from selling the fanzine. I got talking to whether I think he used to read Overland and see probably read the rubbish I wrote in there, and said like would, could I submit something or if I'm interested? And he said he used to like it when I used to do the old songs where I used to change them. So funny enough, I had one up my sleeve. So I said, "All right, I submitted it. There you go." And um, um, who who commented on it today? David Cross, Psycho, the original Psycho. Yeah. Yes. So because your song mentioned David Cross, did. and he went humble. Yes. He said, "Honored and humbled." Thank you. Yes, he did. Yes, someone tweeted it out to him. Um, yeah, me, because yes, he follows you. me. Yes. So uh, yeah, it basically. There's a song by the Pogues which was written by Kirsty McColl's dad about Salford, funny enough, and it's called Dirty Old Town, um, which when I first heard it 20-odd years ago reminded me of living in Cannon Town, funny enough. But then I sort of reframed it, now we've left as Dirty Old Ground because in a way the old bowling that we all loved was a bit of a dirty old ground, wasn't it, realistically, if you look back to the pre-redevelopment. 
and it was an ode to the dirty old ground. So, yeah. I hope it works. Sometimes I do it's, these. They, they work. Sometimes they yeah. don't. But actually, it got... It is. And it's a pound to buy. It's a little pocket size that fits in. And it's available on NLP... Sorry, no. NPL... H Zine Z I N E dot com. So if you want to uh, look at it or download it, or yeah, you can, is it you free can get, to download? You can get digital copies, or you can pay and it'll send it to you, or you can get it, yeah, or just contact. You can, he's got his Twitter, MPLH on yeah. Twitter. So you'll find Joe, just look for Joe Fordham. I might send in a, a bit with a picture you of me like that. I did with yeah. Owen. You'll probably be <laughs> the first person to have a picture of themselves in his fan yeah, scene as well, like you was in Oles. Anyway, let's move on to your TV appearance. They're filming tomorrow. You've got a film crew in in your shed tomorrow, haven't you? Possibly. What's the plan? Yeah. Tell, us, tell us what's going oh. on. What? How does your day fit tomorrow? Give us a, our listeners a little bit of a preview. They're coming... So you set it up anyway. I'm your agent. Yeah, you are. It's the 10% of nothing. Um, so, that, yeah, they're coming to film. They want to look at some memorabilia bits that I've got. So they're, they're going to just have a look in the shed and have a chat with me. Then we go to the Olympic Stadium, believe it or not. And I've got to sit in my seat and be interviewed yeah. there and discuss what I think of the Olympic Stadium. And With your uh, binoculars. But believe me, people, I will be telling the truth exactly what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. I told the producer not to unfortunately, ask Unfortunately, he sent me through the questions and they were asking me about four oh. or five questions on it. Hang on, Sean, oh, Sean you told the producer not to ask him that. So, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I told well, him up front, listen, mate, if, if you ask me questions, I will answer honestly. I will not sell myself out for being on it, telly. It, so... It's a Premier League, right? And they don't want anything controversial. And I sort of promise people at the Premier League that don't worry about Nigel. He's not going to be too controversial because we're going to avoid any tricky questions. That's what I said. I, I personally, I'm not going to be controversial because I'm going to give my point of view. Well, they can cut it about how they That's want that. Them, isn't it? Yeah. So, and then we've got a film around the Bowling. I think they wanted to film around Queen Street Market, but I did point out to them that. Queen Street Market weren't my manor. I was Barking Road Boy. I never really hung around the market. So I'm hoping to film around. I thought they were going to do, um, like, maybe the Supporters Club or yeah, that's the Long Yeah, that's the way I'm going to push them because that's where I come from. I used to walk up the Barking Road and turn left in. Well, maybe you, maybe you should be going to the show house and having a little look around the show house, yeah? No. 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 Or Ken's Caff. Did you ever used to go to Ken's Caff? Oh, no, mate, no. I was... Uh, to be fair, I never, I never even went to Nathan's on a match day because the queue was too long. Why go to Nathan's on a match day when it's only around the corner in your house and you can go there when they're in a queue? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you lot anyway, turning up, you anyway. should get in my way, to be fair. I'd have been more than happy on my own. Out, out, out of bloody tanners. You out of bloody tanners, yeah, turning up on your match day, getting <laughs> in my way. <sighs> Still, at least it won't be no Americans taking pictures of the Green Street sign thinking, hey, man, Green Street, all again, look, you know, <laughs> out my way. <laughs> oh, dear. Happy, happy times. Yeah, good old days. 
Where can well, you see it? Nice. Says here. Yeah, where can you see it, Sean? Where can you see? Where it? can you see what? This oh, where you can see it. So, so interestingly <laughs> enough, it's Premier League Productions. So it will be available probably in everywhere except for the UK. So all of our um, friends, where on the streams. Well, if you're watching a legal stream, and I don't say you should ever do this, but in the UK, you'll probably see Nigel because it will be on in the coverage. But it will basically be broadcast in 150 uh, countries around the world where they take a Premier League. A stream and it will be part of that and for, it's not going to be on, it's not gonna be online anywhere no Surely. i don't know but it will certainly we'll find out but um and we're but it certainly i think it's on the run up to the palace game yeah. did he tell yeah, you i've that? got questions about i've got to try and answer questions about the, the build up to the palace game who am i worried Good. about yeah. no one really mate to be fair <laughs> <laughs> so you should are you going to wear your flat cap? Yeah, I'll see. I've had my hair cut today, though, to be fair, and I'll have a shave. Oh. So I've got to smart myself up. I don't know, my room in the hair cut. I've had a shave. You've got to um, get them to give you a copy, Sean, surely. Send you a copy so you can put yeah, it on the website or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will. I'll sort that out. So, yeah, thanks cool. for that, Sean. That's all I've right. been keeping it quiet, Enjoy. not telling people what I'm up to. <laughs> now everyone knows. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want anything kept quiet, Nige? No, yeah, involved, Sean. I'm involved, Sean. Right. I'm going to tell them, though, I don't want no outside shots, just inside shots of the shed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. George? It's Facebook to the question time. I'll cut that bit out. Uh, on facebook.com forward slash more just a podcast earlier Sean said we're podcasting tonight to discuss the Bournemouth draw the exciting transfer window and Nigel's global TV appearance uh, send in your questions or statements of fact before 8pm some people have Nick Harvey says you couldn't make it up about Carol we'd have to get this guy out of the club as soon as he's fit again Sacco Hopefully Sullivan isn't too greedy and he's gone this window too. Concerned now that Lanzini is injured and we look so much poorer without him. Overall, Moyes has done better than I expected, although he sets his teams up very negatively. Agree, agree, agree. Uh, mm. I didn't think we set, set up too negatively on Saturday, though. Yeah, anyone else? No. No, maybe. No, no, no you're right, but... Saturday we came out and had a go at him. Didn't work though. Uh, Andy Quinn says, number one, time to cash in on Sacco to the French League. Number two, AU, 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 keep hold till end of the season and never sell to your rival. Uh, number three, Carol says, Natural History Museum. <laughs> Four, that one and the other bit. Or out to stud. Or yeah. out to stud. Sorry, I missed that bit. Uh, for transfers in, we're linked with so many I can't see if anyone going through unless Sullivan can relax Moyes' hand on the purse strings. The prices we're being quoted are just ridiculous. Uh, number five, welcome KB's talks with Mr. Khan, in brackets the other one, not you, Nigel, about the rent, but can we not have permanent conversion to football mode or outright ownership on the table for discussion? Sean, is that on the table for discussion? No, it's not. Because there's this whole European state aid issue that John says is going to be okay, but we haven't got time to go into tonight. 
Uh, and he also says Selector and the Beat are coming to New Zealand on Thursday, so he's going to be dancing in the aisles and tags you in it, Nigel. I think he's seen your dance in the Oh, <laughs> because he's seen your famous dance. There's something else you wanted to keep quiet, wasn't it? Yeah. You're famous for that now. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Lewis Aaron Trout says, is Judith on holiday again this week? Who's Judith? Judith Chalmers. You know the old uh, travel? Yeah, I think he's... he's um... I think he's talking about me. Oh, was he? Is he? Yeah. Why is there still no movement on signings when we are even more desperate for players? Why isn't there? That's what we're all saying. Yeah, why? Sean Hawkins says... Go on, Sean. Because I told you earlier, because David Moyes hasn't signed up on anyone yet. Here we go. Blame Moyes' fault. Blame game already. Yeah, Yeah, blame him. Uh, Sean Hawkins says, what we thinking about Clement Grenier or João Mario? What we thinking about them, guys? I've heard of Clement, uh, but I've not heard of Clement uh, Grenier. <laughs> Mario is that Inter um, Milan guy in um, uh, uh, Portuguese play who didn't want to come. Sat on the bench yeah, all game yesterday. Correct. And we, we didn't want to pay a one and a half million euro fee because we thought it was too much. Allegedly. There you go. The other guy's Paul contract's Sanders. out at the end of the season and they're trying to get him to sign a pre-season contract, pre-contract, didn't they? Is that right, Sean? Yes, that's uh, possible. He doesn't know. But not until... Bad. If Nigel if Nigel Moyes... I did a story about it on Clarence Nigel Moyes. If, if, Moyes. If, if, uh, if Nigel... Uh, Nigel Moyes. If David Moyes doesn't sign on of it, it won't be happening. <laughs> It's all down to David Moyes signing off on these players. Oh, that, just tri- that just triggered a memory, Sean. Do you remember in the early days of the podcast, you used to call him Graham yeah. Moyes? Graham Moyes, yeah, that's right. That? Yeah. How can he be signing off of players for next season when he's only got a six-month contract? Because he's here for long term. It's a two-and-a-half-year contract with a six-month break clause, as I keep on telling you! Yeah, but he might have turned around and think, oh, this lot is so bad at signing him when I'm bugging no, him. I'm freaking it. He wants to stay. He wants to stay. Does he? Paul Sanders says, is it just me or is it colder at the Olympic Stadium than at Upton Park? Yes, it's colder. Yes. I almost died a cold on Saturday. I agree, Paul. Absolutely. It's open. It's definitely colder. It's open. It's open. Yeah. It's not closed in. Another one that didn't go Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Kemp says, realistically, if we have 20 million to spend, where should they deploy the cash and what does 20 million buy? Now, do we have 20 million to spend? Yeah, we do, allegedly, but what does 20 million buy? Nothing, really. Andre, are you? Nada. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) I can't answer that. Uh, I don't know. Nothing on Twitter, actually. Jay just says, sweet, I'll have something to listen to, something to listen to during my workday. Thanks for listening, Jay. Um, I think that's it. That's it, yeah. All that's left now is predictions for Wigan. Are you in any of you going? I'm not going. Nigel, are you going? No, no, my son's having an operation Friday, so I'm... uh... Out of action. I've got Sean, yeah, you're going. Sean, you just got your ticket, didn't you? Sean, you've got a ticket, didn't you? I you going? Oh, well. You going, Sean? Let's. You can be the. Uh, Why are you doing that? <laughs> well, uh, I I bought a ticket and then I realised it was an under sixteen um, ticket. I no, I bought a ticket and then I realised I've got a party on Saturday because I'm I, I've got 
You mean your party that you organised Your 50th. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm turning 40 on Thursday, so... Uh, so I why have you bought a ticket then, Sean? Yeah, because I've got a spare ticket. I forgot. So I've got you, a spare ticket now. You forgot it was your and, birthday party that you've organised. And I also forgot I'm 40, so I bought an under-16 ticket. You also ticket forgot how old you were. You yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm so forgetful. And you still have, because you keep saying 40, but you're 50. So how's that going for you? Am I? Yeah. Bullseye. What are the, what's everyone's predictions anyway? Yeah. Um, I think we'll win. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Two nil. One nil. Oh. Three nil. And I'll go for a nil nil replay. Three. Another cold another replay. And back to the London Stadium with Wigan. Lovely. The mighty fortress that is the London Stadium. The, the Lactics. The Lactics. No, the Lactics. <laughs> the Lactics. That's um... so <laughs> <laughs> to do with milk, isn't it? <laughs> uh, anyway. On that note, um, it's good we'll be back before the Palace game, won't we? Yeah. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Or, or we're all at the Palace game. Maybe we do an OB. We haven't done one of them for a long time. Well, I'm not at Palace. Nor am I. Uh, I've got... Um, oh, great. Because we've always had an operation, I'm going to... I'll probably watch it on. Is it on TV? <laughs> we'll be in my shed. He said, I'll Premier League TV tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not live on Sky? Oh, sure. Oh, well, perhaps I won't watch it. <laughs> No. Oh dear. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. Goodbye from me. All nine of you. I think we gained an extra one. I think there's more than nine. I think we're in double figures now. It's ten or eleven now. We should do a survey. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Can't want the answer. No, I don't ask the question. So we're post-production here on the Tuesday. We recorded on Monday night. Just after finishing recording the podcast, some new transfer and injury news came to light. So we just thought we'd do a little snip at the end. And joining us now is Hugh Dublin from Clarence and Hugh, my partner in crime, to give us an update. First on injury news on Lanzini and Marco Anatovic. What's the bad news, Huey? Uh, well, it's pretty straightforward and as reported, really, Sean. I, I made a call quite late uh, on Monday evening um, and was told that, in fact, the Lanzini injury may be worse than we first expected. It was described as a ruptured hamstring. We thought it was going to be about three weeks out. The information I received was that it could probably be nearer six, could be longer. Uh, I'm taking that with a pinch of salt because it came from somebody who's a little bit pessimistic about these things. But um, it's certainly worse than expected. Um, so we're just going to have to sweat that one out, I'm afraid. Um, at the same t- mm, army, yeah. At the same time, um, quite out of the blue, almost off the cuff, I was told it's been a really bad day um, because an out of it is injured too, uh, which shocked me as I've done everybody else. And I asked what the problem was. They said it's a hamstring. It's uh, it's a tear, um, not a bad one, but the suggestion is that he will be out for minimum three weeks uh, or possibly three games. Um, so not good, I'm afraid. Um, and puts pressure on Moyes, I suppose, now, and the priorities might be shifting in the transfer market, which yeah. 
Uh, now, you know, one other update on transfer news. I said absolutely no bid, no inquiries came in again, sod's law, after we finished recording. Although uh, th- there was no official bid for AU, my understanding there has been inquiry about a loan, hasn't there, from Swansea? Yeah, you were half right. There's been no bid. Um, uh, in typical style, what they want to do is uh, try and nick him um, by offering... Uh, by offering to take him on loan with the view of making it permanent at the end of the season. In our mm-hmm. present circumstances, of course, it's impossible. Uh, I think the truth is that RU is very much on the market. I mean, he has been a disappointment, I think, to, to most people. But uh, it perhaps would have got done if there'd been a bid that hasn't. It's just yeah. a loan offer from Hugh Jenkins, the chairman down there. And they're just not going to do it. It's, well, it's ridiculous. To be and honest. just to be clear, no, these rumours are... And now Savich and Lanzini uh, offers and uh, Carroll um, and Sacco. Again, our understanding is they're all fantasy land and, and there's no real substance in any of them. The, 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 the Carroll thing was absolute, complete and total fiction. I was totally disgusted. It, 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 it just does my, our business no good whatsoever. It was never, ever true. Uh, Anatovich is even worse, and it's been originated from the same place, the Sun newspaper. Um, who else are we talking about? Sorry, Sean. Well, um, obviously, Lanzini. Okay. And, 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 and uh, Sacco in particular. Well, Sacco I asked about, um, and the description I was given, the, the, the words that we used rather were, he'd walk on hot coals to get away from West Ham. Um, <laughs> Bordeaux, no. Rennes, no. Um Excuse my lovely French accent. Um, but no, no, no inquiries at all. And of course, the possibility is that 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 should there be no bids, and February the first rolls round, uh, despite the fact that even I, as one of his big fan, big fans at one time, want him gone, uh, you could see a totally revitalised Sacco go out there and do the business because he will know, absolutely yeah. know, that he's got to do something to get a transfer in the summer. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a bit of sod's law, but, um, you know, it could happen. But uh, that's where we are with it at the moment. There have been no visual, no, none. Yeah. Well, we've got just over a week to go. Uh, thanks for the update, Huey. Uh, and, and this is just, a, a late, as I say, post-production update on, on Tuesday afternoon we've added uh, to follow all the latest transfer news because it is updating all the time. Uh, you can go to www.clarenthugh.info where you'll find articles for myself and Huey trying to keep you updated 24-7. Thanks, Huey. Okay, pal. See you later. Bye. 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 Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.